When it comes to starting something new, you're most likely going to have some fears about starting. I definitely, definitely did. It was about a year ago when I started this podcast, so happy one year, just about, um, last July, and it's been about one and a half years since I've started posting on social media consistently altogether, and I've learned so, so much. Now, before pursuing these goals and starting these things, I was incredibly scared. And maybe you can kind of relate to this. Maybe you're wanting to start something new, whether it's like a new career, new job, or maybe like a goal, like starting a fitness journey. Whatever it may be, if you're having some fears about starting, you're not alone. It's very, very common. And what I wanted to do today was talk about some fears that I've had to kind of dismantle and just burn out (laughs) so I could ultimately start doing what I wanted to do and what I knew God wanted me to do. Now, I don't think we're going to get to every single fear I ever had because that would be a lot and this would be probably like a two-hour episode. With that being said, we're going to talk about three fears that I've had to overcome and that I'm going to kind of talk to you about how you can overcome if you do indeed have these. So when I first started posting on social media, it was it was actually about two years ago, but I wasn't consistent, so I say a year and a half. But in 2021, I decided to share my story on Instagram. Well, a paragraph of my story. If it was my actual story, it would be like a book. <laughs> but maybe that will come one day. Um, but... I decided to share like a paragraph and I had been on like a fitness journey and a health journey so I was really passionate about that and I wanted to share that with the world. So my first Instagram post was a story of my younger self and this story goes like this. Basically I was five years old when my spinach wrap lunch (laughs) fell onto the floor in the lunchroom in front of everyone. And this one kid comes over and he's like laughing at my food because it looked healthy. And he was like too healthy because he was green. And I remember it so distinctly, like where we were, what it was. It, yeah, crazy. And all five years old. And as a five-year-old, that was kind of traumatic. <laughs> so I always got comments on my lunch because generally my mom gave me something very healthy, which was very sweet of her. But I would either throw my food out Super wasteful, I know, but I would either throw my food out or I would go to the bathroom and eat it. Or, this is the best one, I would eat my lunch, but I would have my lunchbox like covering me. My lunchbox was like a wall that I would like put in front of my food so no one would see it. Now, this story serves two points. Number one, to tell you, you know, how I started my social media account. And number two is to kind of introduce the fear of judgment I experienced as a five-year-old and also experienced before starting this podcast and starting to post on social media. So the fear of judgment is the first fear we'll be dismantling today. Now, when I look back on my journey, I see a few things that have helped me. Now, one was to create a strong why. Now, your why is the reason for doing something. And my reason was and is still to help others enhance their physical, mental, spiritual health, all while building confidence and creating a life they love. Now, 
your why is the foundation for the things you do if you haven't heard that term before so whether your goal is to start working out or to start your own business you're going to need to have a strong why because that's going to be the driver and the motivator for every action now with this anytime i would hear my brain saying wait like don't post that people are going to make fun of you i would think about my why and I thought about how if I listened to these thoughts in my brain and let them stop me, I would actually be doing a disservice to not only myself, but all these people that I wanted to build a community with and inspire. So remember, always bring it back to your why when you're too scared about like what the external world might think about. Bring it internally and think about why you really want to do this and if you have a strong enough why and you spent time building that which i've talked about in other episodes then you'll have that strength to keep pushing even though people may be judging you but oftentimes when people are judging you it could be coming out of insecurities of their own so that's also something to remember if you do experience that judgment from people now another technique i used to help me with this was the pain and pleasure principle. Basically, Sigmund Freud discovered that humans are motivated by, motivated by the need to avoid pain and the desire to gain pleasure. So I did this whole technique with Tony Robbins. He is who introduced it with me to me in this seminar. So what you're going to do is think about, ask yourself, what would happen if you stayed stuck in fear of what other people think you want to attach enough pain to this image in your mind and what really helps is writing out what would happen like where would you be what would you look like what would be going on in your life if you were scared of what other people think about you or what you're doing or you know the thing you want to start so An example would be if I stayed stuck in fear, I'd never be able to move in a higher position at work because of my fear of talking to people. Or I would never be able to make new friends and grow in a community. I wouldn't be able to start my own business. So these certain things I wouldn't be able to do. So what's helpful is if you write it out and you make these images so vivid in your mind and you attach enough pain to it, Now what you're going to do is imagine the pleasure aspect. So you're going to write down and think about what would happen if you didn't care what other people think. Of course, you know, you have wise counsel and you value your friend's opinion. But people who are going to put you down and, you know, just talk negatively, you aren't going to care about their judgment. You're not going to care about what they think. And it's not going to let you tear down your life. I was very scared to start my podcast and like hit record, but when I thought about all the things I'd be missing out on, like having conversations with people who've listened to this podcast and them sharing their insights and me sharing mine, you know, inspiring others and also learning through forming these ideas and these concepts and these topics. At the end of the day though, The only opinion you should really look to as like the end-all be-all is God's. And when I first started posting on social media, I didn't have a very strong relationship with God. I mean, it it was slowly coming in. But now I see how important it is to value God's opinion. 
Because after all, we are all human beings on this earth. And while some may have more authority than others, we're all kind of playing on the same field. God is the only one who's just and fair, which means why would we care about what other people are thinking? about us. We should really just care about what God thinks about us. And if you read the Bible at all, you know that God thinks of us as, you know, his masterpiece. So that's just something that has really helped me as well to think about. And one last thing before we go on to the next fear here. Sometimes the fear of what other people think might not even come true. Like maybe you're fearing that you know, a family member is going to say something about what you're, a business you're starting. And it doesn't even happen. And you worried yourself all about this and it didn't even happen. And then maybe sometimes it does happen, but at least you're prepared for it. And either way, you can start whatever goal or mission you want to pursue. Like, I've been scared about getting hate on the internet. Have I gotten some hate? Yeah, but... It honestly, it doesn't bother me. Maybe it will. Maybe I just haven't got it enough. But... I've conditioned myself and taught myself to not care what these people who I don't even know on the internet are thinking. So number two, let's go into this because we've talked quite a bit on the first fear. And also I do have a whole nother episode on what we just talked about. It's somewhere in one of my first episodes, but... If you want to hear more on that, you could go in there. So now, number two. This fear, I think, is incredibly common because I just asked on my Instagram story the other day some fears that people may have, and the fear of not being good enough came up a lot. And this came up so much for me. So I would always see other people's social medias and, you know, their podcasts and I would have a fear of starting mine because of how good theirs was. So, you know, I thought, what if I wasn't good enough? And after I started my podcast last July, I actually stopped and took took a break for a little while. And I did the same thing with social media at first. I kept starting and stopping and starting and stopping. And this was because I kept having the feeling I wasn't good enough. Every time I would like get on a roll and I would be doing good, I'd have those sneaky thoughts come in. So it's not even that, you know, it was just preventing me from starting, but it was also preventing me from continuously going this fear. One thing about this though is progress over perfection. That's what you want to think about because sometimes we think we have to be perfect before we even start something and that holds us back. We don't understand that everyone was a beginner at some point. No matter if you're starting to get into fitness or you're starting a podcast, you're starting a business, whatever it is, anyone who you're looking up to and kind of comparing yourself to maybe was a beginner at that time and didn't know what they were doing. And when I first started posting on social media, I had a lot of negative self-talk come into my head. And this is really something that contributes to that feeling of being inadequate, you know, and not feeling good enough. So maybe I was about to post a picture of myself at the gym or like an inspiring reel. And then the negative thoughts would come like, oh, no, you don't look as good as that girl or your post isn't as edited as good as that creator or, you know, you need better quality. You need just whatever it may be 
I would find something that wasn't good enough and it would hold me back from posting. Now, one thing you have to do if you want to destroy the idea of not being good enough is to be very aware of these negative thoughts that come in our head. Because sometimes we could be so conditioned to believe what our brains are telling us that we just take this negative talk as the truth. Like if our brain says, oh, you look bad today. We're like, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, no, we need like a little fact checker that's saying like, no, like check this. You know, like on Instagram, how they have the little fact checker thing, which is not always accurate but let's just pretend we have that on our brains like anytime we think of something about ourselves that's negative we're like wait let's fact check this (laughs) and then we have to think about is this true and let's be real most of the time it's not true so we have to reframe this thought now I used to think that Instead of talking negatively, I have to talk like super overly positive. Like maybe my hair looks really messy one day. And I say, oh my gosh, my hair is disgusting. I look like a disheveled mess. Instead of (laughs) reframing that and saying, oh my gosh, I look beautiful. Like my hair is so put together. And then leaving the house with my hair looking like a bird's nest. I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to be neutral, right? I'm going to be neutral. I'm going to say, okay, well, your hair is like a little bit of a mess, but you know, you just woke up, let's just fix it up and you're fine. That's how you can reframe it to be more neutral. See, there you go. So you're not lying to yourself by being overly positive, but you're just stating the plain old truth. And you can do that with whatever you're scared to start because the idea of not being good enough comes from what you're telling yourself in your brain, whether it's you're not smart enough, you're not fit enough, you're not pretty enough. Maybe it comes from other people maybe telling you that too, which is really unfortunate, but you don't have to keep that in your brain. And if you really want to take this a step further, writing it out is very helpful. So what I did was write out all the negative thoughts I had in my head and I would reframe it to something that was true or, you know, positive or more neutral, just something that was not a blatant lie, you know? And so whatever you're afraid to start and whatever negative thoughts you have about that, just write them down. So one thing that I wrote before I started my podcast and posting on social media was that I was too young to, you know, provide any real value in the world. And this made me not good enough to share the things I felt I should share. So I then rephrased this. I kind of drew a line through this and I said even though I may be young I can still create a positive impact on this world so that's reframing it to something that could be actually true if I didn't let the negative thoughts win and I also reminded myself of this verse which I love this so Paul wrote to Timothy in one this is in 1 Timothy 4 12 Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And this is something I just think about because sometimes you can be looked down upon because you're younger. So people are like, well, you haven't been around for so long and being younger is usually associated with, you know, being dumber. (laughs) Isn't there a song like Young, Dumb, and Free? Was that like in the 2000s? I feel like there was a song like that. Well, okay. Someone tell me. I I feel like there was a song. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is, once I reframed these negative words, I started to seeing, I started seeing 
that the lie of not being good enough was, well, it was a lie. So by building this self-esteem through the Lord as well, because that was incredibly helpful. I could go into this so much more, but this may need a whole separate episode for that. Um, But by doing these tactics and really leaning into my faith, I was really able to overcome this fear. And now lastly, going into the fear of failing. So the fear of failing to me is really about kind of embracing the unknown. Because the fear of failing, that's about fearing the possibility of not achieving desired outcomes or goals. And I experienced this all too well. So a year ago when I first started my podcast, I was so scared about failing. But the issue with the fear of failing is like what I said, you have a fear of the unknown. You're too focused on the desired outcome. But then this brings the issue of not focusing on the journey. So this is why I always say focus on the journey, not the outcome. If you focus on the journey, you're not going to get so stuck in your head about the outcome. It's still good to have goals and like dreams in your head. But for instance, in my head, I was worried that I wouldn't be able to make a career off of this one day. And, you know, my passion wouldn't be able to turn into that. In actuality, I just needed to focus on taking the next step today, tomorrow, and then it would compound. Of course, it's good to kind of see where you're headed in life, though you don't really know because life is unknown, and so you can't focus so much on the outcome. But by placing an emphasis on the efforts, the dedication, the skills you're developing instead of just the end result, that's really important. And now another thing that helped me was reframing failure. So ask yourself, what is failure to you? So to me, failure used to mean I was a bad person, I couldn't do anything right, but now failure means an opportunity to learn. You could say I failed by not releasing a podcast every week, which is something that happened. (laughs) And originally that's what I said I was, a failure, because I didn't do that. But this was an opportunity to learn And that's when I reframed it. I was like, wow, I've learned that I need to give myself more time to prepare so I can actually achieve this goal. So when you reframe it, failure is just an opportunity for growth and for learning. And when it comes to the fear of failure, I really reframed it to see it as, you know, if I do maybe fail in my eyes, I'm putting this in quotation marks, by the way, then this could just be a sign of maybe God redirecting me because I believe that God uses everything in this world. You know, we have free will, but he still can use everything that we've done or we've taken a step towards for a reason for his overall plan. So maybe what I'm doing now doesn't work out, but maybe it leads me to something better in the long run. So that's what I like to think of when I think about all of this. Now, one thing that can apply to all three of these fears that can help you to work through them is prayer. And I wanted to save this to the end here because I wanted to kind of wrap this all up with this uh, really important note. When I first started creating a social media platform, I didn't really have a strong relationship with God. And I mentioned when I first started, I was not consistent because these fears kept coming up. And one thing that really helped was praying to God to help me work through these fears. Maybe these fears wouldn't be completely taken away, but God could give me his strength to 
do what I know he wants me to do. So keep in mind, when you are working through these fears, I think it's so, so beneficial to have that strong relationship with God and prayer especially can help you with that. To kind of end everything, an important thing to know about fear is that once you face the thing you fear, the death of fear is certain. I could tell you all this advice. You could listen to all the books about fear. You could research everything. But if you don't actually do the thing you fear, you're, you know, going to stay in fear. And what that means is starting the thing you're afraid to start despite the fears. I know it's really scary. I know it's hard to take the first step. But think about where you could be if you just got over these fears. You just did it. You just went for it. So this next week, just be aware of what fears you're letting limit you. And remember these tools that I mentioned. Remember prayer and that strengthening your relationship with God can also help that. And stay tuned because I will be doing another episode specifically on another fear or two. But if you do have any questions for me, feel free to message me on Instagram at adriana.refrano. And if you did like today's episode, be sure to follow the podcast, leave a review. But I'm so thankful for you listening and I hope you have a wonderful week and are able to face these fears head on so that you can create a life you love.